All right, the tour continues today at uh, Rivers Casino here in Portsmouth. We are hanging out inside the sports book. If you uh, have time between now and 7, come on out and see us. Uh, we got a lot of screens behind us. Uh, we've got screens around us. We've got luxury chairs in front of us, but we're not in them because we'd probably fall asleep, James, oh, if we definitely. were sitting in those things. There's no doubt about uh, that. There's no question. So the Super Tailgate uh, broadcast tour continues here, brought to you by Larry King Law. Of course, injured in an accident. Call Larry King Law at 757. Injured, 757-I-N-J-U-R-E-D. So uh, this is a lot of fun. First time out here for us, obviously. And you can join me here in the uh, Rivers uh, Bet River Sports Book, where you can catch all the live action, biggest screens around. It's Hampton Road's ultimate spot to watch, wager, and win. And we will go through some of their lines. I have... Uh, their lines here, uh, what they have on the Super Bowl, some of the props that they have available here uh, at uh, Bet Rivers as well when it comes to um, their uh, Super Sunday uh, spectacular. So we'll dive into some of those a little bit later on as we move on to the show. Obviously, Chiefs and 49ers. I kind of feel like Wednesday is the point of the week where I'm like, okay, there's no more angles in this game. <laughs> there's really We're out of angles, okay? We're out of angles. I heard one show today, and I don't even remember what it was. Now, it was a... It was a TV thing where they were trying to get into the mind of why the Chiefs may feel fat and happy, right? Like the Chiefs are just, you know, because this isn't as big of a challenge. It's not beating Josh Allen or the number one vaunted Ravens defense. And I'm like, really? I mean, do you think they get to the Super Bowl and they're overconfident or bored? I mean, I don't understand that angle, but hey, whatever. I guess if you were looking for like a Niners edge angle, I guess. I mean, I, I think both these teams would be very, very motivated on Sunday. I don't think anybody's going to be complacent at this point of the season, for goodness sakes. That seems nuts to me. I don't think you get to this point in the NFL yeah. if you're complacent. I think we've seen teams get complacent and not make it to the Super Bowl, and right. that's one of the reasons that they didn't make it, especially for this Andy Reid Chiefs team. They don't have complacency in their wheelhouse. No, I, I don't think so either, and again um, – you know, remember this Chiefs team, their, their offense has not been particularly good this year. I mean, for them, and, you know, last week they got shut out in the second half. I'm sure they're not really happy about that. Uh, their defense has really uh, carried them all season long. Of course, the second-rated defense in the NFL, they beat the first-rated defense in the NFL last week um, in the um, Baltimore Ravens. So, yeah, I don't, I don't buy that for a second. Uh, we do have a poll question up in relation to what kind of game the lean at this point, how you see it. Um, that, of course, you can get on the X at Jackson Sports or at ESPN Radio 941. Uh, the poll question uh, of the day uh, dealing with, again, your lean here on a Wednesday. What kind of game do you think it'll be? A 49er close win, Chiefs close win, 49ers roll, Chiefs roll. Uh, mostly the folks that have voted so, so far I think we're going to have a close game one way or the other. Although uh, the voting public right now slightly ahead with Kansas City 55.8% to the uh, 49ers at 42.3%. Of course, the poll brought to you by Dominion Floor Coverings. And again, at Jackson Sports on the X or at ESPN Radio 941. So that gets me to what I want to talk about today. I think both these defenses are very talented. Now, the 49ers defense has not performed like a talented defense at all times. I mean, there's been, they've been kind of under the microscope this week for those two or three plays per game where they look like they're loafing uh, in the playoffs. I mean, Chase Young has really been the poster child for this, right? Like, they've been crushing him. Uh, but it's not just Chase Young. I mean, Javon Hargrave has not had a particularly good postseason. Uh, kind of dinged up, supposedly. You know, came over from the Eagles. Had a really good regular season until about, I don't know, week 11, 12. He's kind of been dealing with injury. But they have not been that good. I mean, the, the 
the Packers blitzed them early in that first half. The um, you know, same thing with the Detroit Lions. Now, they did play better in both second halves of the games. Obviously, Fred Warner made, you know, some big plays, uh, as he always does. You know, there was, there was a lot of, you know, it, it timely plays made by this defense when they needed to, but they have not lived to the amount of money that's been spent on them. They spent way more on defense than the Chiefs did. Chiefs a little younger in the back end, too, than uh, the 49ers are. But I, I think the 49ers, I mean, after they've been blasted all week, I'd be shocked if they came out looking flat on defense. Well, they better not. It would be shocking. It would be shocking to me. Yeah, they better not. You don't come out flat against this Chiefs team and recover just to ask the Baltimore Ravens. That's just not going to work out for them. I think that the Chiefs probably have the better secondary in this this matchup, but if you look at the 49ers linebacker crew, you'd probably say that they're better than the Chiefs, but you look at the front lines, I think that's... Is it more? I think the front lines are more even than people think it is. Because you look at Nick Bosa and you think, okay, Nick Hargrave, you think, okay. Yep. But, you know, Chris Jones is playing at an elite level right now. And George Karloftis has been playing out of his mind in the playoffs as well. So I think that one's a little bit closer than people might think it is. Well, and, and the Chiefs just as a unit have been playing better than everybody. Even when they don't sack you, their coverage in the back end has been, been elite. Um, they've, they've been able to, in the past, you know, Steve Spagnuolo's defense has been known for pressure. And if you go rewind to the 2019 Super Bowl, they were really about coverage in that game. It really kind of scrambling Jimmy Garoppolo's brain a little bit. I'll be interested to see, because interior pressure, there's no question, is going to be a problem for Brock Purdy. Oh, yeah. if, if you get it, that is. And you may not. You may, they may, if they have a clean pocket for him, he won't. But that's where you're going to want to exploit him if you can, much like you know, the Steve Spagnola uh, game plan against Tom Brady and the unbeaten Patriots way back when. Uh, in 2007 season, because that's what was what kind of changed the day for them there with that interior pressure. But the guy you mentioned, Chris Jones, to me is you know he's always kind of the X factor for this Chiefs defense. You know, and he's been you know, playing on a one-year deal. He's he's going to make um, some money, whether it's with the Chiefs or somebody else next year. Didn't have the greatest regular season for him, but in the postseason has been locked and loaded. And I will be um, fascinated to see see what Spagnuolo does because again he's he's Mister postseason in terms of his defense this year though their their defense has been really locked in from week one uh, as well as they played I mean thank goodness because otherwise the Chiefs may not have made it this far right exactly because their offense was goofing around for an extended period of time this season but I I just feel like so much noise has been made this week about Steve Wilkes's defense in San Francisco and how poorly they've played and it's true I mean there's no hiding from it and it is you know it is probably like a handful of big plays right it's not like every down but it's some big plays, and it looks like they've just kind of checked out um, late in plays. And, you, you know, the Gibbs touchdown run everybody points to two weeks ago in the NFC Championship game is one of those plays. Certainly you could see that. There was a Jamison Williams touchdown run, too. I mean, there's mm-hmm. just no back-end pursuit. Like the things that, you know, again, Chase Young, I mean, you forgot him Chase. I mean, he's kind of chased the play a little bit more, right? I mean, and this is what was what his, when, his, when he was, the, his, you know, the rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year with the, with the commanders or, excuse me, Washington football at that time. He was great at back play pursuit. Like, right. he never gave up. That was, like, his thing. And I don't know if it's the knee injury, the surgeries, or what, but or is he, like, you know, kind of pacing himself because he's playing more snaps. But it's weird to not see him hustle. I mean, if nothing else, yeah, he'll overrun a play. He'll misdiagnose it. But he's not a guy that didn't have effort before. And when you don't see effort with him, that's weird uh, to me. And, I, and, again, I just think there's been so much made of it this week, and that's going to be where – you know, CBS is going to have their cameras and all that stuff. These guys, they don't want to be embarrassed in front of the biggest audience they're going to play in their lifetime. I, I don't see that happening. Yeah, and it's kind of weird that, you know, you looked at the pros and cons of Chase Young when you were like, do you trade him? Do you keep right. him? When we were going back that far, we're adding, we're actually adding cons 
to the list yeah. in San Francisco that weren't there necessarily before in Washington. And that's, that's not what you want when you're adding a guy that you think is going to be one of those pieces that's going to bring you to a championship. Now, it's gotten the 49ers this far, but he's been more of a liability than he has helped them. Well, yeah, if you want to play the game down the road, I, I, do they re-sign him? I don't see why they would unless <laughs> no. it was a real team-friendly deal. I mean, I think he's a guy – I think he's going to be – in that uh, sphere where Jadavian Clowney's been in for a while where it's a one-year show-me deal until he showed – I mean, this was not a year for him to cash in on offseason. He's not done enough. He could have the greatest Super Bowl ever, and it's still not going to erase the previous, you know, months of, of tape on him. But uh, that's what they hope he can do, though. I mean, clearly, it, it, you know, we've seen guys cash in out of nowhere in, in Super Bowls, and we're going to talk about one-hit wonders and what's your rank Wednesday today with Super Bowl. And I was amazed at how many guys I came up with. They're really hard to get down to five. Wow, really? Well, I thought it was very difficult to get down to five. All I've right. got a long list of honorable mentions that I've really wrestled with as to who should be in there. Uh, we are here at Rivers Casino, your home of live sports and sports betting right here. Bent Rivers uh, Sportsbook is where we are today if you come on out and see us here till 7. Rivers Casino, the only place to be on game day. And, boy, game day's getting closer uh, and closer. All right, here's what I want to do. We did an MVP kind of poll thing yesterday. Shocker, Pat Mahomes won. Wow. I know you're surprised by that. But Pat Mahomes, everybody thinks, will win the MVP. Um, I want to take it kind of like a like take the offensive guys off the board. Defensive MVP candidates in the Super Bowl. Uh, and obviously it depends on whether you think the Niners are going to win or you think the Chiefs are going to win. I got a couple for each team. Uh, we'll get to those, um, and we'll let you weigh in as well. 757-687-9494. 757-687-9494. That's the Ballyhoo's phone line. Also, the text line, which is open for business, as always, as well. You can jump in there uh, with us. But defensive MVPs, if we're going to have, you know, the rare Von Miller uh, Super Bowl, Larry Brown, uh, Dexter Jackson kind of Super Bowl, who could be the defensive MVP for either one of these two teams. Get your thoughts on that. Uh, again, 757-687-9494. Uh, it is the Scott Jackson Show here today as we take the Super Tailgate broadcast here on the road at Rivers Casino. We are brought to you by Larry King Law. The Scott Jackson Show will return after this timeout on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. All right, we are uh, back here at Rivers Casino in the uh, – Sportsbook today in the Bet Rivers Sportsbook, broadcasting live. Uh, Virginia's only place for real Vegas-style casino gaming from slots to table games to sports betting. Come on in and check out all the action uh, here at uh, Rivers Casino. All right, uh, the tailgate uh, tour continues. Super tailgate tour broadcast, of course, brought to you by Larry King Law. All right, 757-687-9494 is the uh, text line. Also, our Ballyhoo's phone line, if you want to join us. We were uh, discussing earlier um, the MVP potential for defensive players, right? Uh, if we have one of those, who could it be? Uh, who would you put it in on? We've got a lot of those coming through here. We'll uh, go through them here in a second. But our guy, Willingham, who on Wednesdays, as you know, James, gives us very bold and sometimes just crazy drunk predictions. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, just sometimes I feel like he's at, at like a happy hour when he's doing this stuff. Uh, but he said, I normally get my, w- my winning picks on Wednesday, but I did it last Wednesday. That's true. He did already pick ahead of yeah, time he did. last Wednesday. But I'll text the boldest text I'll ever give you. So, I mean, he says boldest text he ever gives me. I'm starting to read this, and I'm, and I'm like having like heart palpitations. I'm already sitting down. I'm, I'm like scared. Chair right. I'm a little scared, right. right, what this could be because, you know, I hope it's not like a w- world war or something. But anyway, he says, you remember uh, Pacheco. Yeah, and I do. I do remember Pacheco. He says he will run for 200 yards. What? Yes, yes. Like a roach on a pole. 
<laughs> wow. Too cold to move. Uh, the Chiefs will blow out the 49ers. Wow. Do I need to go over to one of these kiosks over here with that one? Or? I don't know, man. I mean, Because that's, that's bold. I, I feel like that is extremely bold, uh, no doubt. All right. So there you go. That was uh, Willingham's uh, prediction today. Wow. By the way, if you come on out here and see us, we're here till 7. We've got tickets to give away. We've got Train Ario Speedwagon while supplies last, United uh, Home Loans Amphitheater, and Australian Pink Floyd as well, which is just down the road here at the Atlantic Union Bank Pavilion in Portsmouth. So a pair of tickets to uh, those who uh, are bold and quick and get out here today. Uh, we will uh, let you know. But anyway, Willingham, just in early with some boldness, okay? Remember where you heard it. That's as bold as it gets right It, it is. That is as bold as it gets. Ryan in Portsmouth said, Kansas City by no more than 10. Close, good game, go Chiefs. Um, Frank in Virginia Beach, who is a 49ers fan, he said, um, he said the, the ESPN radio pundits are killing me on Purdy earlier today. The takes, <laughs> I understand getting takes on TV radio waves, but good Lord, some of these are crazy. I may have to call in. Well, you, you can come by or call in, either way. Uh, you are welcome, Frank. I did not hear the craziness. I, I, I did hear like some very confusing back and forth earlier this morning. About I, I just it's just a tune out for me now. I just kind of space out. I, I can't. I can't. My eyes go in the back of my head. I can't do it anymore. Um, Bill in Chesapeake says uh, Fred Warner, Chardavius Ward, Charvarius Ward rather, uh, Nick Bosa or Chris Jones. That's Bill uh, in Chesapeake. Says go Niners. So those would be his options if it were. MVP candidates on defense. Ooh, Fred Warner would have to have himself a game. I mean, that's to well, get, Fred for, Warner, a line, for a linebacker to get yeah. it. That would be that would be something. Well, listen, he has he has one of the toughest assignments, most likely, right? He's going to probably be in in some form of the coverage on Travis Kelsey. True. In this yep. game, so I mean, I could see where Fred Warner could be if it's a good day for the Niners. Really, really important uh, for them. Uh, Greenlaw as well. I mean, we've seen Greenlaw in coverage, obviously, against the uh, Packers, where he was he was tremendous in that game. Uh, on the Kansas City side, I mean, seriously, I mean, Chris Jones is the obvious one for sure. Karloftis, who you mentioned before, I think is another uh, good candidate here. But but what about Justin Reed? I mean, all the things they kind of do with okay. him, blitzing him, you know, and he's in coverage. I mean, I, I mean, what about Reed or, or you know, Legereus Sneed or somebody like that as well, I think could uh, end up being a pretty big part of this. And, um, you know, again, the, the Chiefs' defense, you know, I don't, I don't know what to expect from Steve Spagnuolo. I mean, I really don't. And that's good because, I mean, he, that's the way he coaches. He'll come up with some type of wrinkle that's uh, pretty much not what the norm would be. And, um, you know, and it usually works for them this time of year. He's uh, been, been Mr. Postseason for a long, long time. All right, 757 uh, on the text line, it's pretty funny that the guy predicted that I was telling my wife last week that I think the Chiefs are going to blow out the 49ers, then I might go bet on the game. I have never bet a football game before, LOL. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it, it could either be a great experience for you, it could be an awful experience, uh, depending on how you do. Just remember, whatever it is, do it within your means, right? Is that always the key? I feel like that is. I think it is. You find a number that you're comfortable with and that you're comfortable losing. Yeah. That, that would be my rule of thumb. And then just once that's gone, it's gone. Listen, it, it will make the game more exciting for you. I'll just tell you that. That I mean, is, you, that you is will, true. You'll find yourself twisted in knots over stuff that you wouldn't think you'd get twisted in knots over. And, and <laughs> fantasy football has nothing on that. Yes. Because when you got some, I mean, there's money at stake in fantasy football sometimes right. too, but this is like a singular experience that, uh, yeah, will kick things up a bit for sure. Uh, one of our 
Washington fans is already predicting who he thinks our number one's going to be. He might be right. Uh, <laughs> George in the Eastern Shore says, uh, if Willingham was in the league talking like this, he'd get drug tested tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> Niners by a TD or more. Wow. Oh, man. No lies. So they'd be, like, knocking on his door with the, uh, with the specimen sampler. Hey, can you, fill this, uh, can you please fill this up for us? Um, Steve and Bluxom says, um, Chris Jones, three and a half sacks. Defensive player of the game. All right. That would be probably defensive player of the game worthy, I would suspect, as well. I would think so. All right. Uh, more here. Johnny in Virginia Beach said, did you all get free drinks while playing the slots in Chiefs by three? <laughs> I did not get here early enough to play the slots, I have to say. I didn't have time yet. I've been just in awe of the uh, sports books so far uh, at this point here at uh, the Bet Rivers sports books. Pretty sweet. Fred Warner, yeah, we already got that one, right? I did Bills already, yeah. Yep. Uh, all right, Jimmy Lewis, um, he says, where are you guys located? Uh, oh, he's trying to come in for the uh, sports book. Jimmy, of course, is the resident Chiefs fan, like the Chiefs fan. Like the Chiefs fan that, like, if you're not rooting for the Chiefs, he's going to put a Chiefs hat on you. Oh, no doubt. He's that kind of Chiefs He almost fan. did that to us when we, yes. were, when we were at uh, one of our broadcasts yes. already. He gets very upset if you don't love the Chiefs. Um, Richie wants to know, was Willingham the guy who lost all the money on, uh, on the Jaguars betting online? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's not the guy that worked so. for the Jags. No, no. Although we don't know his hacking skills. Well, let, let me tell you something. So. Willingham had the greatest single week of the season, though, when he predicted simultaneous week the 49ers and the Eagles would go down. Uh, it was the Eagles losing to the Jets, right? And yep. it was the 49ers losing to the Browns. And we all laughed. We laughed. We laughed. We're, oh, come on, William. You're crazy. That couldn't possibly happen. Nah, I nailed it. Nailed it. Um, 757 showed up fat and out of shape uh, the next season, and Joe said bye-bye. Uh, yeah, yeah, Timmy Smith. Timmy Smith also had a major drug issue, unfortunately. Yeah, and then there's that. Yeah. There's look, a couple of those on this list, actually. Yeah, I mean, a lot of – look, <laughs> the fame and fortune's not for everybody. You know no, what I mean? No, the no. fame and fortune's not for everyone, Okay. Uh, you know, you got to be careful. Um, 804 says, no free drinks in Virginia, unfortunately, but they do have the best poker room you'll find on the East Coast. And the poker table, you do get free drinks. Don't think so at slots. Yeah, I, I I've heard that they give out free soft drinks at the slots, but I don't okay. have to confirm that. Okay. I have to confirm that. All right. Well, there you go. Good to know. Good information. I appreciate that. All right. Let's get uh, to Mike in Virginia Beach who wants to talk a little uh, Super Bowl and Brock Purdy with us. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's going on? Actually, it's Frank and D.B. Oh, I'm sorry, Frank. How you doing? Frank. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> What's going on? No, I don't understand all the Brock hate. I feel like all the pressure has to be on Shanahan. And I love my Niners to death, but it has to be right. on Shanahan. Because, you know, Purdy's been in the league two years. Everybody wanted to compare I don't know what these comparisons to Mahomes is. I think those are ridiculous. I know. Um, but I think it has to all be on Shanahan. He had, you know, the Atlanta collapse. And then they had to collapse in the Super Bowl. But I just I don't understand, like, why everyone wants to hate or say something about Purdy or about him being a system quarterback and all that. Like, all he's done is done what he's told. So I just I, – I don't know. I just – I don't understand why everyone is rooting against this guy. When his first two years in the league, you know, he's gone to the playoffs, went to the NFC Championships, got injured, and now he's in the Super Bowl, and he's, all he's doing is doing what he's told. Mahomes sat out year one – Threw for 5,000 yards in his second year, didn't make it to the Super Bowl. Second year went to the Super Bowl, won it. I'm just saying. Now, listen, it's, I don't know if it's hate or if it's just people that are tired of trying to make him Joe Montana or, or whatever the comparisons are, or Tom Brady or whatever. 
But it, your first point is a thousand percent correct. Mm-hmm. All the pressure is on Kyle Shanahan. I mean, if they lose this game, I mean, nobody's going to think any. I'm not. I mean, I, I mean, if you're talking about a quarterback matchup, clearly Mahomes. You're putting your money on Mahomes. Now, I think Purdy's got probably better all-around talent surrounding him. I would say on this year's roster, right. I think there's right. more talent on the 49ers by a lot. I think the ro- if you're just doing a roster comparison and taking out variables of watching the units. We picked the 49ers. They have more money spent on defense. They have more dispense, defensive star power, although they haven't played like it. Um, they've got certainly more offensive ar- of an arsenal than the, uh, than the Chiefs do. But, you know, in terms of the way the Chiefs' defense is playing, the way Mahomes is just the off script is out, out of this world. Um, yeah, I mean, but you're right. I mean, it is on Shanahan, and I don't know. I, I just feel like the Proc Purdy conversation has gotten stupid. I just <laughs> – it's gotten dumb. You know, it's yeah. at the point where it's just like let's the kid, let's see the kid play and what what he stacks up, right? Like he's stacked up a really nice resume for a guy who was the last pick in a draft. They have found throws, money. It's like throws, winning the lottery like is what they've won, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. If he yeah, they've like won the lottery. Game, then yeah, give him shade. But yeah. if he doesn't, and they just lose because we decided to run on you know a fourth and twenty, and that's on Shane. right, right. Right, but, uh, or if you, you know, give a 20-point lead and you, you gag it away in the fourth quarter, yeah, I'm yeah. probably look at your coach again. I'll tell you what, though, there's one thing I know for certain. We ain't re-signing Chase Young, but if, if, I were, if I were Steve Wilkes, I'd be like, hey, man, you need to go out there and you need to get about five sacks if you want to make that payday. Because <laughs> yeah, I mean, love yeah, he needs, yeah, he needs to – I mean, it would, it would certainly do well for him in the free agent market to have a huge Super Bowl because to this point he's – not helped his value at all. It's gone backwards, actually. I really thought he would take off in San Francisco, and he hasn't. He's been a big disappointment for sure. No, but again, I appreciate you taking my call. Just, Thanks, I can't Frank. all the Purdy hate. I can't do it. I appreciate it. I'm with you, all right, buddy. I'm with you, buddy. Stop hating on Purdy. Purdy. Purdy's been pretty good. Well, and here's the deal: like, if this guy was a Kirk Cousins ask pick, you know, yeah. fourth round, fifth round pick. Is it still this level, you think? Or is it because he was Mr. Irrelevant, because it's very Tom Brady-esque? Is that making people want to elevate him more than if right. you say a fourth or a fifth round pick? Listen, he's, I don't know. I don't know what the motivation of any of anybody is, but I, all I know is it's one extreme or the other. He's not Tom Brady in, in Joe Montana yet, and he's certainly not a complete stooge. You know, he's not, he's not Jimmy Garoppolo. No. He's better than no. Jimmy Garoppolo was in his offense. This offense is a lot better with him running it than any of the other guys they've had since Kyle was the coach, right? Very true. Since Kyle Shanahan was there, he's been all of them. Now, look, Kyle Shanahan got a lot out of Matt Ryan, got a lot out of Matt Schaub, um, you know, and other places. Obviously, you know, 2012 with what he did with Robert Griffin III was incredible. The couple of games with Cousins in 2012 are great. 2013 was a disaster with Cousins and with anybody else they put on the field. So, I mean, I, I do understand there's that little bit of mindset like, okay, this guy, you know, he's got a plug and play office. Joe Gibbs used to – this could happen a lot with the, the old Redskin teams, yeah. right? Like you'd say, well, is it really the quarterback? Is Mark Rippon any good? Uh, or is it really Joe's offense? Well, Mark Rippon was very good that year in uh, other years until he hurt, got hurt. But, yes, it was mostly Joe's offense. And the people around him, he had three, you know, 1,000-yard receivers, right. 2,000-yard running backs. I mean, you know, guys that had done it in their past at least. Uh, in the backfield, I mean, it was, it was a loaded offense. You know, obviously, a Hall of Fame-worthy players in the offensive line, even though somehow, some way, only one of them's in the Hall of Fame, but don't get me started on that. 
All right, keep the text coming in, uh, 757-687-9494. You want to hit us up, Valley Hoos phone line, 757-687-9494. If you want to weigh in on the uh, defensive MVP candidates, if we went that route in this game. I got a cool story about a uh, local high school legend here in Hampton Roads getting a new gig in the NFL. We'll get to that coming up a little bit later this hour as well. Uh, It's the Scott Jackson Show as we come to you live from Rivers Casino. We are here in the uh, sports book tonight uh, till 7 o'clock with you. If you want to come join us here at the Bet Rivers Sportsbook and you want to play some slots, you can do that here at Rivers Casino as well. They've got you covered with over 1,400 of today's newest and most popular slot machines, and it's easy to get here. It's just off 264 at Victory Boulevard. Come on out and see us again here till 7 o'clock. Scott Jackson Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio, 94.1. Our Super Tailgate Tour broadcasts are brought to you by Larry King Law. James Witham has got your sports center. You are listening to The Scott Jackson Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. All right, the show continues here, the Super Tailgate broadcast. We are brought to you by Larry King Law as we come to you from Rivers Casino today in Portsmouth. Fabulous dining here, live entertainment, real table games, and the latest slot machines. It's all here at Rivers Casino. Just off I-264, Victory Boulevard in Portsmouth. Stop by today. We're here till 7, doing the show in the uh, sports book at the uh, – Bet Rivers Sportsbook here. Uh, you can't miss us. We're the two guys with the headsets on, talking in the middle of the TVs, in front of all the people. It does kind of stand out. <laughs> it kind of stands out. A little bit. Out. little bit. We're not very anonymous. So uh, <laughs> if you come by, uh, see us. We're talking about the uh, Super Bowl. Uh, coming up, obviously, Super Bowl 58 on Sunday, if you're unaware of that. Um, welcome back uh, from being in a coma. All right, 757-687-9494. That is the... Uh, Text line, also the uh, Valley Hoos phone line if you want to hit us up there uh, as well. Let's get to some of these other texts. Uh, Raider James says, Mr. Irrelevant will prove himself relevant and pick the Chiefs apart. 38-14. 14? Wow, look at that. Raider James might have a little uh, extra something for uh, the, his hatred of the Chiefs. Kelsey will have a breakdown when he loses both the Super Bowl and Taylor Swift. She'll be leaving him for Kittle. <laughs> See, I still feel like this is setting up some sort of That's WrestleMania-esque That's Kittle funny. versus Kelsey That's thing. That's funny. I've, heard, I've had a couple people give me that one this week. Uh, Brian and Chesapeake's at 17-9, 49ers. Uh, Mooney Ward gets late pick six. Uh, and uh, with the Chiefs driving, Ward wins MVP. All right, there you go. Um, James in the 252 says, pressure is on the weasel for sure. <laughs> Talking about Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> Oh, man, that's pretty uh, funny. Well, you know, they did call his dad the rat. Um, well, I actually he was in the said, rat family. I said to Richie yesterday that he's looking more and more like the rat from the Muppets. Yes. Like Rizzo. Well, he's got the white hair. Now, you were talking about Mike Shanahan now with the white hair. He literally, I mean, it, 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 he looks so different. And he's very red-faced still. He's, I still think the red lobster, uh, I'm still kind of. I like that one better. Uh, I think that was the best one. That was Smoots. That, that's, you know, I hate to give him credit for anything. But that, that was the best nickname by far. Of one uh, Mike Shanahan. But anyway, 757-687-9494, Valley Hughes phone line. And again, the uh, text line to uh, hit us up there uh, if you want to join us. So in terms of um, defensive MVPs, like it doesn't happen much, right? Uh, you got to go back. I mean, the most recent one we had, of course, was in the Seahawks Super Malcolm Bowl. Malcolm Smith, I believe. When they beat – no, when the Seahawks beat um, – yeah, Malcolm Smith, when the Seahawks knocked out – uh, Peyton Manning and the um, Broncos that year in the New Jersey game. We had that one. Of course, you've had you know Dexter Jackson, although 
Dwight Smith probably could have won it too, even though oh, yeah. the game was over, I guess, when he had the two pick sixes. Uh, obviously, the Larry Brown uh, Super Bowl. I mean, so you've had, you've had him. Obviously, Von Miller was, um, was recent as well. Actually, that's more recent than Malcolm Smith, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, 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 Von yeah, Miller was yeah. after you. Yeah, because the Broncos actually won that Super Bowl. So anyway, you've had, you've had a couple guys. But it's very rare uh, that, it, that it does take place uh, in the Super Bowl where they give it to a defensive guy. But it's not unheard of. Not, not unheard of. We've also had two receivers in the last decade. You know, of course, Cooper Cup just a few years ago mm-hmm. was Edelman before that and that 13-6 that to 6 uh, Super Bowl win for the uh, Patriots over the Rams. So the two Rams Super Bowls had wide receivers that uh, were MVPs. Patriots so. also had Deion Branch as an MVP. That's right. Not too long ago as well. Yeah, and that was a good good call as as well. Um, from the seven five seven, so the Niners win the Super Bowl. Is uh, is Anna Fry at quarterback? What? I don't know. I think that's a, was that a voice to text issue? I'm not really sure. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Not sure what that meant. Anyway, I'm missing. So- I'm missing something here. I don't know. I don't know. Is that somebody? Is that, oh, is that Brock Purdy's girlfriend? I was gonna say I'm, oh, not, I'm oh, scared oh, to oh, Google oh. it, but I did. Oh anyway. no, no, Brock Purdy's viral look-alike. Oh, it's oh. a high school tennis player. Oh, okay. I a saw another star. look-alike yesterday, but I don't know if that's well. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. People <laughs> say he looks like Lee Harvey Oswald. And what? Where, who found? Is this like some AI thing? The doppelganger for? Uh, Brock Purdy, because I don't feel like anybody. She doesn't look that much. Nah, like I don't think so either. And I don't think anybody's done one for Mahomes, have they? No, I, don't. I don't. I don't think so. So the girl in her jersey. Okay, so when she wears the jersey, okay, I see now. She's still. It's. It's okay. not that much of a lookalike. No, no, I don't know. Maybe it's not. It's, it's not like a wow. That's that's crazy. The right. Lee Harvey Oswald thing. That was a the Lee Harvey crazy. Oswald. That was really freaky. is really scary. Yeah, yeah. Lee Harvey Oswald is way worse. Um, I don't know if I'd want to go on that. Uh, Finding your roots, right? Or what who you, you think yeah, you let's are put Brock Purdy on Purdy. there. Yeah, <laughs> find your roots, or you know, put them on that sh- one of those shows, and find and he finds out. Yeah, so Harvey yeah. Oswald is a direct descendant. No. This is going to be awkward. Yeah, that will be awkward. Hopefully, that's not the case. Anyway, no, okay. So that that's that's fascinating. I did not know this this one existed too. And why are everybody so fascinated as to who Brock Purdy looks like? That is it. That's a good question. Why? Where did that come from? That is kind of weird. That's a that's a different one. That's for sure. That's the first one I've seen. Anyway, 757-687-9494, Ballyhoo's phone line. Uh, the text line, same number, 757-687-9494. All right, going back to what we were talking about, too, with the Niners defense. Okay, like what has gone wrong there um, with them? You know, certainly, again, Hargrave not being 100% has a little bit of something something to do with it, but they had certainly not received what they had hoped from Chase Young or Randy Gregory, for that matter. Remember, they also traded for Randy right. Gregory because that's why Chase Young, you know, is playing so much, too. Um, so it's not like, you know, Randy Gregory has been a great option for them there either. So they've had to go a little bit more with Chase Young. And, and the weird thing about Chase Young, despite, like, what everybody sees watching it, they still have continued to up his reps, like, in terms of his snaps. Yeah, that is kind of weird. You Didn't know? he play, like, 82%? Yeah, he NFC was, like, an 83 I saw in the last game, which surprised me. I was thinking, well, because even in Washington, like, they weren't really running him out there that much. I mean, you know, they, they, were, kind of, they, were, they were kind of spotting him a little bit more. So I thought that was fascinating uh, that, that that's taken place. And, again, I mean, we, we, have to, we can't forget, D'Amico Ryans was with that group for a while, right? Very successful. Before that, Robert Sala, very successful. Steve right. Wilkes literally just parachutes in there. This is his first year with them. So there could be a little bit of that. But I think that the thing that kind of steps, stands out isn't just the results, but the fact that, oh, yeah, they're not, 
they're not actually playing hard. Like that's right. what the wow wow factor is, is they're just not playing as hard as they used to. And like we mentioned before, if you go through like in terms of like what they spent um, on that side of the ball, I mean the 49ers invested heavily in their defense. Per roster management, they spent more cash on their defense than anybody in the league this year at 157 mil. Oof. And on the flip side, the Chiefs have the fourth cheapest defense at 75 mil, which is pretty wild too, uh, which is different. So that's not something you see every day. When the team spends that much and gets so little, unless, of course, it was like an old Washington Redskin defense with Albert Hainsworth and uh, or, the, or the Y2K skins. The less said about that, the better. <laughs> or the Y2K skins. All right, again, 5 o'clock today. What's your rank Wednesday? Um, we are going to get to... One hit wonders from Super Bowl games, and there's boy, there's quite a few of them, quite a few of them uh, to deal with. Um, by the way, did you know Rivers Casino right here, where we are in Portsmouth right now, has six restaurants from fine dining to more casual fare. There's always something amazing cooking at Rivers Casino here in Portsmouth. All right, we're here till seven tonight. Hope to uh, see you stop by if you can. Uh, I think the ticket are the tickets gone. Wow, man. People came they were flying gone in really here. quickly. Flying really in here quickly. with tickets, our ticket winners. So, anyway, uh, don't forget, we'll get the big game bet in the 6 o'clock hour brought to you by High Noon Hard Seltzer. Visit highnoonspirits.com to find it near you. So, we'll uh, get to that. There are some interesting ones, and the good folks here at Bed Rivers uh, have their own uh, different parlays. They got uh, some, some different things you can do here as well uh, that they've given us some over under totals that we'll uh, dive into. Um, and see what's interesting. See what may be appetizing on this menu uh, before we get out of here. All right, 757-687-9494. A absolute legend in high school football from this area has a new job. We'll get to that coming up next. Scott Jackson Show here, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. We are brought to you by Larry King Law. This is the Scott Jackson Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. We are coming to you live today from the uh, Bet Rivers Casino Sportsbook here inside of Rivers Casino, I should say, at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, part of the Super Tailgate Broadcast Tour, brought to you by Larry King Law. Here at Rivers Casino, you can play blackjack, craps, relay against live dealers, or play electronic uh, table games with the uh, new lower bet minimums. Get real at Bet Rivers Casino here in Portsmouth. All right, uh, saw this today. The. Um, Buffalo Bills have rounded out their offensive staff. Of course, Joe Brady got the official promotion uh, just about a week ago from Sean McDermott. There was already a million connections to this area with that Bills staff. You know, obviously McDermott, William Mary, Brady, William Mary, and others. Well, now we have a a Hampton connection as well. Crabber, as in the great Ronald Curry, is now the quarterback's coach in Buffalo with the Bills. He is uh, joining Brady. They apparently worked together with the Saints prior uh, in seventeen eighteen, according to reports, they have offered him a chance to remain on the staff in New Orleans as well as a receivers coach, but he elected to move on. He had been with New Orleans uh, from the 2018 to 2020 as the QB's coach uh, for the last three years, interviewed for the offensive coordinator position with the team last month, but the Saints are going to go with Clint Kubiak when uh, he is available, it looks like. So I didn't remember this about Ronald Curry. Obviously, I remember his high school career because on the score 13-10, I think we – had every one of his games on the air, Richie, didn't we? We like was it like do we we were like the Hampton station unofficially As it should be. at that time, I want to say. At, at least half of his games and all of his playoff games. Yeah, I mean 
incredible high school career as a, as a football and basketball player, of course, then went to the University of North Carolina, uh, was in the NFL for a while, but, you know, he, he played or, you know, he worked with a lot of really influential coaches besides just Sean Payton there in New Orleans. He was also with Jim Harbaugh on a couple of those 49er staffs, too, uh, back in the day as well. And, you know, now you kind of spread his wings a little bit more going up with uh, Joe Brady in that group in Buffalo. But, you know, good for him. So he was also with Greg Roman um, as well, who's now, of course, going back with Jim Harbaugh with the Chargers staff. Um, and he talked – I remember reading a story a few years back where he talked about how great Harbaugh was with the team as a whole and obviously talking about Sean Payton and what he learned from him too. Mm-hmm. So going up to Buffalo, going to be a little colder than New Orleans, that's for sure. But uh, a team that, you know, again, will have loaded expectations next year. Loaded expectations. They could probably they, – they should be able to, you would hope, get off to a better start this year or next year, I guess you should say, because of the fact that this will be Joe Brady, you know, won't be just popping in. He did a great job in a short period of time with him because they'll have a whole offseason together um, with Josh Allen. You would think it would be really good, but they, they've got some holes to fill in defense too. And Ronald Kerr, if you think about him as a player, and we're now working with Josh Allen, that's not a totally dissimilar skill set either. Right. So it'll be interesting to see – what he can, you know, pass on to Josh Allen and, and how that can kind of evolve Josh Allen's career and what Ronald Curry might be able to, uh, to, to teach him a little bit. Because I, I think that there's just there's that small piece, and I'm not quite sure what it is for Josh Allen, but it feels like that there's that little piece missing to keep from, from, being, from getting them over the top, and maybe Ronald Curry's the guy to impart that to him. Yeah, it's cool um, to see him and, um, again, that, that staff you know, with a lot of connections from here going up there. And they're going to be, you know, as, as I said, they'll, they'll be one of the top three teams with the Chiefs and the AFC again next season. I'm sure the Bengals will be there with a healthy Joe Burrow will be the thought. But those will be like the teams you start with. When you start talking about the teams next year, I'm sure the Chargers will be uh, mentioned in that conversation now, obviously, with Jim Harbaugh. We've seen what he's been able to do every time he's been a leader of a team. And, you know, how quickly he turned things around when he was in San Francisco with the Niners. I think people will expect the same type of stuff if they have a good offseason and they can fill some of those holes and work around some of the cap issues they have. But, no, exciting for Ronald Curry to uh, get a uh, new start there with the Buffalo Bills. And hopefully, um, again, some success. Maybe, maybe at some point they can get over that hump with, uh, with Josh Allen. Been close. Been close. I mean, they had the... They had the chance against the Chiefs. They probably, in a lot of ways, had the better chance against the Chiefs than the Ravens did. Oh, yeah. Because the Ravens, you know, kept puking on themselves in that game. <laughs> they were moving the ball. They just got a little too anxious on that last drive. And the Bills had the better game plan. Yes, I think they did have a way better game plan. Not than the that Ravens. the Ravens watched that game, obviously. But. <laughs> no, they didn't. I, again, this would be another one. You know, I was talking earlier about the 49ers. It would shock me if their, their defense was bad on Saturday, I mean on Sunday, mm-hmm. or at least not in terms of effort bad, it would be equally shocking to me if they just forgot about running McCaffrey because that just seems like the most obvious game plan point ever. Right. Like McCaffrey's got to have a huge day if they're going to beat the champs. I mean, that's got to be a must, absolute must if they're going to come. One would think. You would think. Does it, I know these things don't always come easy for these geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> but guys at home seem to know this stuff. But yet the guys in the sidelines sometimes they don't. You know they don't. 
They get caught up in the script, you know. They get caught up in the excitement of it, I guess. All right, more from the uh, text line. Um, Brian in uh, Chesapeake says, Mahomes looks like the kid from Kid and Play. Yeah, he's a kid. In, I, I can think, see that. I think that's a Kid and Play haircut, right? Like, there's no doubt. A little bit. He sounds like Kermit the Frog. That he I mean, does. You've heard that before, too, uh, as well. But, no, that's, that's a good call. No, he definitely has the, uh, the haircut. I bet haircut, though, has become popularized by, by Pat Mahomes, though. Become much more popular because of him, I would say, and what he's been able to do. So there was some controversy about Travis Kelsey's haircut. Did you know this? That he was getting credit for that style, and then he cleared it up that it wasn't that he had not invented it. Hey, I don't think was he the one that was saying that he. No, was, he was never saying that. Which so yeah, that's why I thought it was weird that there was any controversy. No, I I, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know where um, that came from, but he apparently cleared it up for anybody who thought maybe that he was. Trying to take credit for it. I, I never... It still shocks me that that's a thing. <laughs> like, I started this haircut. It's a, it's a haircut. What, what about... Does um, it look good or does it not? I don't know what's stranger that, or again, the, the obsession with, you know, these people that believe that he's going to propose in the field at the end of the game. I'm not, I'm not really sure which is even stranger. Don't do it, dude. Um, 214. Oh, man. Our... our um, I tell you what, man. Every time I get the text line, something blows up on me. Uh, 757 says on the text line, the San Fran on paper, but cannot bet against Mahomes. Um, Washington shocks the mock draft by trading down to get multiple picks to rebuild and possibly Bo Nix. So they're going to go older quarterback mm, I don't then know. in the draft. Yeah, I don't see that. Bo Nix didn't exactly wow him at the senior no, bowl practice. So. I know. He did yeah. not. Yeah. He did not. Bo Nix was a uh, senior bowl was not memorable. Whereas um, on the other side of it, Penix did do that before he decided not to play in the game because he figured he'd, he'd done enough and he had all the uh-huh. measurements, and they're obsessed with his hand size. <laughs> I get, really? We're going to do this again? Okay. <laughs> like little hands, Kenny Pickett. He, he apparently oh, okay. could give some extra, give an extra hand to Kenny Pickett. Um, anyway, <laughs> 757-687-9494. James, the 252, says, Curry did not have the success he wanted in Carolina, but a couple of injuries hurt him there. But watching him live was wild at each sport because he was a highlight machine with his athleticism and speed. It really was. No, man, he was, I mean, again, quarterback, played, you know, in the secondary, returned punts uh, in the high school level, did everything except drive the bus. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah, and they had, I think it was four coordinators in four years at Carolina, right? Um, and all that being said, still was able to go and have an NFL career, changing positions. I mean, that's, you know, not regular people don't do that stuff. If you weren't here in this area, if you weren't living here during the Ronald Curry days, I mean, it was a fever pitch, man. I mean, he, he was that good. You want to talk about must-see, he was yeah. definitely it. All right, so the um, 757 tells me, come on, Taylor and Travis broke up. They don't follow each other on Instagram anymore. Give with the times. Is that right? Is that a true story? Look. Are we really going to base these things on who follows who on Instagram? Well, what if they erase done that before? Like when players take their pictures down? Like they do that purge at the end of the year when the players like uh-huh. erase it. Oh my God, this player is like trying to get away from his team or whatever. Uh, yeah, I wonder about that. All right, seven five seven six eight seven ninety four ninety four. All right, coming up next hour, um, there was an Eric Bieniemy sighting with the Chiefs. We'll talk about that. This is an interesting little story that uh, has come out over the last twenty four hours. Dallas Cowboys continue to interview some very interesting defensive coordinators. We'll get to that as well. Uh, we are here at Rivers Casino in Portsmouth. We are in the uh, 
Bet River Sportsbook here till 7 o'clock tonight. Come on out and try your hand at blackjack, poker, relay, slots, and so much more uh, for a true Las Vegas-style experience here at Rivers Casino and Sportsmith. It's Scott Jackson Show. Friday on the Sports Radio 94.1. We are brought to you by Larry King Laws, the Super Tailgate uh, broadcast continues again. Brought to you by Larry King Law, James Witham's got your Sports Center.